Welcome to Manna for the Years, Season 6, Episode 15. No man is an island. No man stands alone. I learned this song while in primary school in Jamaica. As much as we would like to think that we are self-sufficient and that we can function all by ourselves, we need somebody. We all need people, plain and simple. Why do we? We were built for interconnectedness. Yes, siree. We are all connected. Created to be social beings and created for interaction. Even if you're not a believer, the verse about loving God first and then your neighbor as yourself makes absolute sense. We are interconnected horizontally whether we like it or not. We need to acknowledge it and move accordingly. This week, my guest is my nephew, Irvin Wright Jr. Irvin is a creative producer and video editor at Sirius XM. He has partnered with, produced, directed, and worked behind the scenes with a plethora of musical and entertainment giants. Through this, he has delivered to the listening audience notable and inspiring quality programs. Multifaceted in his offerings, he has served as a social media manager, supervising producer, content creator, and talent broker. Through these many hats, he showcases a multiplicity of his creative side. Irvin shares with us today his perspective on the value of the village in his life. We have often heard that it takes a village to grow a child. Irvin's unique life experience seen through the prism of mental illness is compelling. Here is Irvin. First, I would like to thank Dawn Wright, who I call Auntie D, and I would like to thank the Mended Pieces family for taking the time to listen to my little short. When it comes to people who've poured into me, when I think of the people who have poured into me, over the years, the thought of that has changed from when I was younger to now that I'm a bit older, and the way that I perceive that, my 
mother and father who I love dearly both are challenged with schizophrenia and both have gotten it in different ways my dad has dealt with it the longest and you know they um I've learned a lot from them they are the foundation of my cup they are the very foundation of my cup that I've learned so much from even when there were things that they've taught me and said and have done that I probably didn't understand until after a while they start clicking when life situations and challenges came into play that it made sense to apply what they were teaching me but it took a village to pour into me and it wasn't necessary one or two people it took a village there was my aunts there's my grandmother there's my cousins there are my friends there were my teachers there were some of my bosses who I've worked for as and who were also mentors there were associates co-workers there were so many people that I've learned stuff from and every time when I've acknowledged where I was getting uh, knowledge or information or wisdom from certain people I just naturally gravitated to them it, it didn't feel forced it didn't feel like it was something that I had to do it was it was just there the same way that I've been able to hold on to friendships for 30, 40 years, it's incredible to me that I still have those friendships. But it's something that we do naturally, where we are pouring into each other, you know, to inform, to motivate, to make each other laugh, to relieve, uh, you know, um, stress, to ask for help. It's, it's, a village that has been helping me to become who I am today. And even from my kids, my kids are older now. I'm 50 and so my kids are, you know, 27 years old, my daughter and my and my son. So it's um it's interesting to me how at this point in my life the learning just never stops. The pouring never stops. I was poured into and then I poured back into others. And I find it as a cycle that just keeps going and it's a non-stop thing. It only stops when you stop caring. It only stops when you decide, all right, you know what, I'm not giving and I'm just going to start holding back. There does come a a point when giving and holding back are necessary to protect yourself, but only if you have to because you're around the wrong people. What I found was was really pinpointing who are my people and being around the right people. And when I found that, I, I started that journey when I was in late elementary, so around fifth 
around fourth or fifth grade, I started to understand it. Then it started to become more apparent to me in junior high school and in high school. And then as I got older, I really started to pinpoint who are my people. And I was handpicking friends and started to see the connections I've had with family because you can have family and there are just some that you just really connect with and really feel the family. Like my brother is, is, I love my brother and he is truly my best friend. And then you have cousins where I have cousins that I feel like they are like sisters and brothers to me. And then I have friends who there's just no blood relation that are definitely, truly friends that have become family. And it's, um, it's an interesting thing that it just never stops. I've had co-workers who have become friends and they have poured into me. I've had bosses and mentors who have become friends and family it's, it's such an interesting dynamic. So I, I will say that it took a village to pour into me certain characteristics to live this life. And what I would say to anyone is don't limit your, your selection to people who are just in your family. And be open to meeting people. Like they have a saying saying no new friends. No, be open to new friends. But be picky and be careful about who you pick. Look for great qualities. Who's checking up on you? Who's making you laugh? Who gives you a good vibe every time they come around? You know, what is this person like? How is this person when they're around other friends and family or whoever that never changes up on you? Like there are so many different things to look at, but most importantly is what do you feel? What do you feel? How do you feel when you are around these people? And are they pouring into you? Be picky because once you find these people, don't take advantage of them. They're very special. That the only thing you can do is pour back into them. And you'll find that life really becomes peaceful life truly becomes really special every moment that you spend with these people because you've taken the time to curate who you want around you and not just have just anyone around you but you've truly taken the time to pick who you want around you because these people make you feel good so I would say that it took a village to pour into me and because of them pouring into me over the years of me growing up and now that I'm a man, I have taken the time to pour back into people. And the same thing for the family members and for the friends and you know who've poured into me. This is a ongoing process for as long as we live. And I cherish it so much. I cherish every moment of it. And that is my best for me to explain to you who has poured and it hasn't it hasn't been just one person it was a whole village in so many different ways and it would take so much more to explain how and what and who when where etc has helped me to develop 
some of the characteristics that I have today. But most importantly, choose your village, be picky about your village, and make sure that you pour back into your village. Thank you. This song, No Man is an Island, was written by Joan Baez. The lyrics goes, No man is an island. No man stands alone. Each man's joy is joy to me. Each man's grief is my own. We need one another. So I will defend. Each man as my brother. Each man as my friend. A village is a community that has one common goal. To see you strive, to make you strong, to see you make it, and to hold you up. This week, remember, no man is an island. No man stands alone. If you need help, reach out to someone. If you see a need, fill it. This is Manna for the Years Mended Pieces podcast.